last night, I had a chance to um, look at the def- look. I had a chance to look at the definition for the word resolution. I began to see, much like the word resolve, that resolution has an end. There's a purpose. There's a plan. There's a goal. There's there's a path and a journey. There's a reason. There's a purpose. Um, it bears fruit. So, last night, as I looked up that definition, I was watching a video and began to get the understanding that when we make a New Year's resolution, it's resolving to have a better life. It's reaching higher than we currently are. It's standing on our own two feet. It's accepting that we can do better for ourselves. And that we will not submit to the status quo. That we will not give up and quit when it becomes too hard. That if you couldn't commit to it, that we commit. That we show not so much the world, but that we show the people around us that the things we have committed to, we do. Because we dishonor God. We dishonor ourselves and the people around us. When we say, ah, this year I'm committing to. Even if it's just to do more of. There's, if there's no growth and no change, then you're lying to yourself and lying to others. Lying to God. Because God heard you first. And this day I just wanted to relay that message because it's very important that we do not take for granted each day. Now we do not waste each day. I have no problem with making the goals and saying you're going to do what you're going to do. A lot of people want to cut out resolutions. I'm like, if the resolution comes to a point, if it comes to a head, if it gets you somewhere you need to get to in your life, if it helps you sustain a better life, if it helps you, you know, be a better person, if it helps you grow, I'm all for a resolution. Whether it's New Year's or not. But a lot of the resolutions we make are short-term goals. At least as far as us doing them, they they fade into the background within the first few weeks of the year. And whatever we had intended to do, we don't do. We never bought the equipment for it. We never... We're prepared. That's why I say. Well, that's just, just why I I say or I think or I feel because this is just my personal opinion that if you're gonna make a resolution, that you should be preparing for it before the year even begins. That if your goal is to exercise more, that you should be getting the gym membership before the year even starts. 
you should be um, buying the equipment before the year even starts. That if you're going to, you know, do the protein shake thing, you should be, you know, buying that stuff beforehand, getting the resources beforehand, preparing yourself beforehand. I remember when I used to do science projects for school, we would prepare beforehand. You wouldn't just, you know, go out there and just do it. I remember the few years I did. Um, because I procrastinated and my grade is reflected in because it, it looked like something you did within a day because we had literally procrastinated so late that the day of the project was when we were finishing it up. I was writing a research paper then. I was taking all of the pictures from the from the experiment when it was supposed to be a progression of days or weeks. We We did it that day. And God bless, we made it because in the midst of procrastination, I passed out. I just didn't, you know, I didn't get that A. I didn't get that ribbon because I did not press for anything. The world isn't going to give us anything. There are goals and things we want to do in life. And I and I feel like sometimes we'll try to, we'll try to throw those things out there around this time because you see something in your life. That you want to do, but you don't, you know, you don't have the, you don't have the, the gall to just go out there and say, I'm gonna. So this is the time, you know, to, to throw, you, you know, to throw your hat into the ring and say, hey, this is something I've wanted to do for a while. Maybe once I cross into 2019, I'll do it. And I have no problem with that I'm just I'm just tired of um people making these goals without consistency when I say I'm tired I don't really see how it's fruitful to make these type of goals without consistency without an end game without a purpose or a plan because what you're inevitably doing is saying that at the end of the day, my main goal was to start something that I knew I couldn't finish. And I'm not going to speak on a subject I haven't lived. When I was young, when I was young, it was hard to, you know, keep my attention at. I was easily frustrated with things. So things people thought were toys and games and and they were. But at the time to me, my mind was somewhere else. And maybe that's because I played video games and watched TV all the time. That was what you know, that was what that generation was to me. And the way I responded to it. Because when I was younger, my mom would give me all of the Lego sets. I pretty much had all of them when I was younger. And I would never, you know, pull them together. What basically ended up happening was we had giant boxes from different sets of Legos. And what we do is um, we do this thing called Lego War. I don't know if anybody ever did that before. That's where you take a bunch of all all the pieces that you have and you grab, like... 
it was me and my cousins, but you can grab yourself in a group of your friends and start building things and weapons and and things. And, and then we went to war with each other. It was fun. You know, I, I like that our creativity, <laughs> the fact that creativity could open up our minds to a place where we got ideas and we could work with pieces and oh, I'll take this piece and I'll take that piece and then by the end of it, I have an army and he has an army and he has an army and we had pieces and we put the pieces together and we built like ships and boats and and things and it was pretty, it was was nice. But I never fully pieced together the sets. I have puzzles. I haven't completed can we be honest about it? So, from this point on, because I remember my mom would always say that phrase, if you start it, make sure you finish. Because it becomes a mindset in your head once you, you, you're done not, not finishing things. Once you go, once I'm done with it, I'm done. And this is a mindset that is toxic and detrimental. That's why when you that's why when I see people making New Year's resolutions and three weeks later, they're right back where they were. And you do this over a one period of one year, two year, and three years, and it just keeps going and it's a repetitive cycle that needs to end. A lot of y'all are, are probably just waking up around this time. I don't know when someone is going to actually take a look at this. But um, it's a little past, I would say almost nine. It's a little before nine. What I'm beginning to learn is that we need to move out of complacency and out of our comfort zone. People don't want to do uncomfortable things. You want to stay in a safe place. You want to be stuck where you always were. You want to, you know, be where you've always been. And it seems easy just to stay and sit in that spot. Sometimes God needs us to climb that mountain. He needs us to take that walk up that hill. And you're feeling the resistance of it. Because when you walk up a hill, you're feeling the resistance because of the way gravity is set up. Things roll the other way, but they do not roll up. They'll roll down, but they won't roll up. Because gravity isn't set that way. I've had moments where I've had to walk places I didn't want to walk. So when you walk down that hill, the wind and the current or whatever you want to say, you can run down that hill. But when you walk up the hill, it's an uphill walk a difficult journey it's a hard thing so this morning I encourage everyone 
if you're gonna make a New Year's resolution, that you keep it, that you commit yourself to something this year, that you hold on to something, whether it be fixing your relationship with God, whether it be exercising and working out more, if it's something that benefits your life, hold on to it. So many of us want to let go. And sometimes it's easy to let go. It's easy to be inconsistent. It's easy, you know, it's easy to fall short. It's easy not to stand on your own two feet. It's easy to complain. Well, forgive me, forgive me for the rest, but um, I think my allergies are acting up. But there's a point where it gets easier to do the things that we have to do in this life. There's a point where it gets much easier. Because one thing, with the example of walking up the hill, the first time you do it, you're going to feel the resistance of the gravity, of you moving against the force. A lot of people moving against the force you're not supposed to be able to succeed against. That is life. You got to press against the forces that uh, people don't think you're supposed to succeed against. You're supposed to go against the forces that no one says you can beat and, and in the end come out of victor because that's the only way you gain. You want to grow if you want to grow and get muscle. You got to fight. You got to work with that thing. I know people who the people who do the bodybuilding. The people who do the workouts in general, sometimes there will be soreness. Sometimes there will be hurt, sometimes there will be pain because you're exercising an area that you haven't exercised before. You're moving something that is normally, you know, complacent, lazy. Something that normally just sits around and you begin to move it. So when you begin to move as a person into the different areas of your life, it's going to be like walking up that hill. It's going to be like walking a mountain. It's gonna, there's going to be some resistance. You're going to get tired. You're going to go through some things. There are going to be some trials and tribulations on the pathway. But why is it that we continue to quit when these things come? And a lot of people say, oh, it's just not, it, it's just not God's will for me, for me to do this. Because you're receiving all of this resistance. I'm like, did you seek God diligently? Or did you just say it's not God's will because you feel like it's not God's will for your life? We never know what God has for us wants for us and will do for us we never know so as you move forward with this day I want you to take on the thought that I can since I can do all things through Christ that strengtheneth me which for all the people who have um, took that scripture and went everywhere with it it's an endurance scripture and it's a long suffering scripture because if you read the verses that go along with it that's the true meaning 
So we got to learn to read scripture in context. So before you say all things relating to me getting this car or me doing this or me having this thing or me going out doing this, I'm like, without putting in the actual work, just saying, oh, I can do all things. But you're not doing all things if you're not, you know, putting in the work, putting in the effort. You're not trying if you're not willing to be patient, if you're not willing to suffer long, if you're not willing to stand and, you know, wait on the Lord, if you're not willing to, you know, do the work that needs to be done, put in that work, you know, if you're willing, if you think that scripture just means if I sit there and trust God, it's going to happen for me, it's not the way it always works. So if I can leave you with something this day, is that when you commit to something, it requires you in the midst of discomfort to stick with something not you not only agreed to do, but that will make you better. So when you make commitments this year, I need you to think. Will this make me better? Will doing this make me a better person? Always around. What does God want me to do? Where is God leading me? Where has he put me? What's the purpose and the plan he has for my life? So if it lines up with all of those things, I'm going to say move forward. And do it. And I pray that the peace of God be with you. As we go through this day God. That the mind of Christ be with us. And the Lord you lead and guide us into all truth. As we bring this this, um, podcast or radio show or whatever you want to call it to a close I want you to know that you can the, the list of things you, you you may have written before the 31st you can do them the, even if it's just one thing you can do it because so many of us get discouraged before we even get started some, some people even haven't said in their mind right now that that by January 15th, by March the 3rd, by June the 15th, by August the 30th, I'll get tired, I'll quit, I'll burn out. No, don't give up, don't quit, don't burn out. If you have made a, re- if, if you have resolved to do something, Stand on it. Because when I looked up the definition, I saw the importance or the meaning of this word. It's not one you just throw out there. It's not just a thought you throw out. It's not just a a thing you say you're going to do and don't do. And if you don't want to believe me, look it up for yourself. Resolution is, is, is a strong word. And I want to say it's a life-changing word if you choose to take one on. 
Because when you make a resolution, it's something that should resolve something. It's something that should bear fruit. It's something that should make a change in your life. It's something that you have to hold on to and commit to and stand on. This year, my goal is to stand on some things. I'm not going to make a resolution, but my goal is to stand on some things. My goal is to do some things. My goal is to be consistent because much like a car, you know, sometimes in life, we, we need to see our life like driving a car. If you don't put your foot on the gas pedal, you won't go anywhere. There's some of us so afraid to, to, to turn on that car, to pull, yeah, to turn that key and put, push that gas pedal. We're afraid of accidents. We're afraid of what might happen along the road. But when, just know that God is with you. From the beginning, to the middle, to the end. And I pray that everyone's day goes well. And I wish everybody peace. And Lord God, I thank you for another day. I thank you for the purpose and the plan you have for all our lives. God, I pray, God, as, as, um, planned out this podcast that God that the purpose and plan you have for our lives God we can stand on it God we can live by the word you have called us unto God hallelujah that the families can come together God in Jesus name and that God you give us your peace which passes all understanding God give us Lord I thank you for your grace you have given unto us for you you have given grace given us grace that we may be able to stand and endure and suffer long in the midst of trials and tribulation. For we know that your peace passes all our understanding. So as we walk into this new year, God, let that mind be in us, which is also in Christ Jesus. God, I ask that you have your way on our behalf, God. Keep our hearts and our minds, God. I must keep my mind stayed on you and stay focused on your word and your will. For I know you are great in all the earth. And there was no one before you. And I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. One of my favorite stories is about a man. Now this man is walking down a path finds an egg, an eagle's egg. He takes this egg and puts it into the nest of a backyard hen. Pretty soon, the eagle hatches with the chicks and grows up with them. Now, all his life, that eagle did what the chickens did. He would poke around in the dirt looking for worms and insects to eat. He would fly a few feet into the air like chickens do. He'd cluck around. As time passed, that eagle, he grew very old. And one day, he saw something above him. This thing, it it glided gracefully and majestically through the clouds. What's that? The eagle says. Oh, that? That's an eagle, one chicken responds. He is the king of all birds. 
the master of the skies. But we belong to the ground because we are just chickens. Don't worry about him. You will never be that. And that eagle lived and died a chicken because that is what he thought he was. This new year, it's time to take flight. You and me both know that you don't belong where you are right now. You don't belong with some of the people you're around right now. You got no business doing what you're doing right now. You're being a chicken when you were born an eagle. So now the question is, how long is it going to take to make the decision, to make the shift and show some courage, show some character? Let me, that word character is funny. You know, character is the ability to carry out a resolution long after the excitement of the moment has passed. I'm going to say that again. Some of y'all might have missed it. Character is the ability to carry out a resolution long after the excitement of the moment has passed. Are you going to say you want to do something? Do it for two weeks and then quit like you did last year, like you did the year before last Get closer to God and then turn around and party. Drink alcohol, eat like crap, and continue to live below who you were created to be, thereby committing the greatest sin known to man. No, 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 no. I'm not I'm not religious, but I'm gonna take you to church. Watch this. Your word sin. Watch this. Your word sin comes from the Greek word sin used in archery. sin in life is to miss your mark, to not be who you were created to be, to be a chicken instead of an eagle. I don't know if you guys remember uh, growing up, the story of Icarus. You know, a lot of people remember Icarus being this guy who had the, the wings made out of wax. His father cautioned him not to fly too high or the sun will melt your wings and what happened? It was Icarus's arrogance that caused him to fly too high. Sun melted his wings and boom, fell to the earth dead. But that's not the full story. No, no, no. You, you didn't know there was more to it? See, Icarus's father also cautioned him against flying too low. He said, don't fly too close to the sea or your weight will cause you to plummet into the water. See, we all know not to be too arrogant, well, most of us. But how many of us know not to be too humble, too meek, too timid, too shy, too safe? It is said that the greatest tragedy in life is not that people aim too high and miss. It is that people aim too low and hit. I see a lot of people on Facebook, all everywhere, Instagram, talking about the friend zone, <laughs> laughing. He's in the friend zone, the hoverhead. But I don't see too many people making jokes about the other zone, the comfort zone. Ain't no memes about that. Ain't no jokes. You know why? Because a lot of y'all are in there. Well, in this new year, let's step out of our comfort zone. 
Fortune favors the bold. And it is the cave that you fear, the cave that you fear, that will hold the treasure that you desire. Forget a New Year's resolution. Forget it. Let's make a new life resolution to be fully and authentically you. I don't know what dream you have, but I can guarantee you that there's somebody in the hospital right now praying, begging God to have the opportunity that you have right now. Don't blow it. It is time. It is time to go from mediocre to meteoric. It is time to go from being counted out to being counted on. It is time to fly like the eagle you are.